welcome to the Dad Aspreneur's Business School Podcast. If you are a life or a health coach, a wellness practitioner, or a healer, stick around because I share the inside scoop on running a thriving, soul-satisfying online coaching practice. All right, so the key takeaways, um, and I urge people to listen to this because the number one thing is learning to gain a new perspective on life and on business, okay? If you're going to be thinking just like everybody else, um, you're going to get the same results just like everybody else, right? And that's what you want to push away from. The second um, key point is learning that everybody, you yourself, have choices. If you're not happy where you are right now, then go ahead and make that change. But that choice is entirely yours 100%. And thirdly, um, you got to make sure that you look after yourself, right? Look after number one first before you serve anyone else. You won't be able to do that or look after your family or your clients or anyone else in the world unless you take care of number one. And the final key point that I have here for you all. And I've mentioned this right at the end of this episode is learning the reasons why. Why some people make $100 in a day and why others make thousands of dollars in a day. And you will listen to that and find out the strategies on doing that at the end of this episode. So make sure you keep on watching or listening. Hi there, guys. I'm Didi Hoffman, your host on Bad Experience Business School podcast, and I'm thrilled to introduce you to a real badass business coach. Kaisutha has made it a life goal to empower individuals, entrepreneurs, groups, and businesses in order to maximize their potential and expedite their success by assisting in achieving their goals and improving their performance through various business strategies. She's been helping people in the fields of sales, marketing, finance, operations, and leaderships, as well as planning, and we're going to discuss that today, creating and executing profitable events, mindset, and life-work balance. Okay, welcome to the Baddest Previous Business School. Thank you for being here. Oh my God, thank you for having me on your show. I have been looking forward to this for a long time now. Yeah, yeah, we had some 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 trouble finding each other on, on our schedule. So we we did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Okay, we, we had a quick glimpse of what you do for a living. Uh, and I like to ask my guests this, you know, just take a minute and give us a glimpse into your personal life. My personal life. Yeah. Um, so... Who's Kay at home? Oh gosh, so I am actually, and not a lot of people know this, I'm actually a carer for my parents. um yes so I have I have actually moved back home to London UK with my parents because my mum has rheumatoid arthritis um which means that she isn't very mobile and my dad has a heart condition and so I've come back home to take care of them make sure they're okay and we're actually putting in place strategies for both of them so they can actually feel a little bit more independent um which they're not feeling at the moment and i know as we get older you know we, we all we all like our independence and as you get older you feel like you're going to rely on more and more people you know it's, it's very uncomfortable and so we're just putting strategies and planning things and putting things in place to make them feel a little bit independent but also letting them know that it's okay for me and my brother to help you you oh, know God. it's come to that stage 
well, we do have to help them out and it's okay, it happens. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm doing at home as well as building my business, right? And it's totally possible. Anyone that tells me, you know, they can't do it because they've got family commitments, they've got kids, you know, they have a husband and all of this kind of stuff. It totally can happen, but you do have to plan, you do have to strategize, and you've got to be able to prioritize as well. Oh, I just love that, and I love I love you sharing that with us, uh, especially as you know how crowd are our health and wellness coaches. So you know, mm -hmm. I think they have a lot of empathy with what you're going through. Um, I'm going to ask you a different question. What is your superpower, and how do you use it to serve your clients? So my superpower is being able to have a different perspective, right? And what I mean by that is there's been so many different obstacles. I've had so many health issues whilst being on my journey to finding, you know, what my passion is about, what I want to do, what kind of business I want to build. And through having these health issues and other obstacles that have come in my way, I've realized that, you know, life isn't doing it to you, it's doing it for you. And when these obstacles do come about, is because it's trying to, the universe is trying to redirect you onto the path that you should be on. And sometimes these paths that you on is great for the meantime, because there's always lessons to be learned. And when that lesson has been learned and it's time for you to move on, there's always going to be a spanner thrown at you to redirect you onto the next lesson. I absolutely love that. I love that. Your favorite quote, never judge a book by its cover. Tell me about that. So that is a book that I've written. And the reason why I gave it that title was because reflecting back, there was a lot of people that were judging me either because of my background, my culture, my color, the fact that I'm only four foot 11, you know, um, and people were always telling me, you're weird, you're strange, you don't think like everybody else. And thank God for that, right? Because those people are still in their nine to five jobs right? Um, unhappy in their jobs, miserable, and I'm not. So I have basically written this book about my journey, about the different conflicts I've had, relationships with my parents, because um, to be honest with you, the relationship with my parents isn't, wasn't as great as it is today. And I had to work on that. And so, you know, all the different peer pressure um, people telling me that I'm living life wrong and that I should just find a nine to five job and stick to that one job and retire and then live my life. Right. And I'm like, no. And I've done everything the complete opposite. Every time people told me, oh, there's no way you can become an MMA fighter. I've used that as leverage and being like, I'm going to show you. And I was actually an MMA fighter for a little while until I had a health issue, right? And then it redirected me. Then I became a police officer and I was a police officer for six and a half years. Oh. And then again, I had a health issue and it redirected me, right? And so this book is about all the different things that I went for. But what I really wanted for my readers is to realize that when reading this book is actually giving you a preventative measure, right? So you might be going through similar things to me 
um, that I've been through in different areas of your life and realizing that there's always a light at the tunnel because guess what? We all have choices, right? And it's your choice whether you're happy where you are, if you're not, then to make that change. But we all have choices at the end of the day. And no matter what anyone's telling you or what naysayers are, are around you, if there's a passion, if there's something that you want to do, right, that every time they say to you, you can't do that, you're strange, you're weird, you're living wrong, use that as leverage and prove to them that you totally can. Oh, I love that. That is, that is a golden nugget advice. And I think, you know, just your perspective on using what life throws at us as sort of reality checkpoints and say okay what, what's the next step why is life telling me this let us take a quick gift break badass Pernius, would you like to get the best business building checklists for launching your online coaching practice so that you can start generating cash flow and clients build momentum and freedom and lay a solid foundation for a thriving coaching practice that us work that matters. If that's the case, go to badasspreneurs.com and sign up for the free Badass Business Building Checklist Collection for online coaches. The collection is packed with business building checklists you won't find anywhere else. Like the Willits Fly Checklist, there's the Does Your Business Logic at Up Checklist, and there are many more. Visit badasspreneurs.com, get the checklists, and let's start badassing your online coaching practice. But let's get down to business. You know, I really want you, you you're a business strategist and uh, our tribe specifically, they have, you know, they battle with planning. Um, so, and, and I think we all agree, you know, having a plan to get you where you want to be uh, is better than just acting out on whims. So you, you need something. Uh, but I'd like right. to hear, I'd like to hear your, your your perspective on you know the relative importance of planning and strategizing in, in your own business. Do you know the very first thing that I learned to do, and in fact my mentor, um, and I have many different mentors that told me that if you want to be clear, right, and if you, there's certain steps you're looking for to get you to where you want to be, then you need to know where that is. You need to be absolutely clear and specific as to what you want your life to look like, right? And I remember when my mentor was telling me this, and I told him, well, yeah, I want loads of money. You know, I want to be able to travel the world and do what I want. And he goes, no, that's not enough. How much more do you want? What does that number look like to you? Where are you living? Where are you traveling to? What does your house look like? I want you to visualize every room in your house and where what it looks like, right? What kind of bedding do you have? What picture frame do you have? Like, it has to be so clear that you know where everything is and what it looks like, right? And I'm like, how the hell do I know that? I haven't got a clue, right? And so he made me sit down and write it out. And where I originally wrote it out, it was like five sentences, right? When I actually got clear and sat down, like it was a book. It went on for pages and pages and pages. And when I sent it to my mentor, he goes, that's what I was looking for. 
goes, now you know what your end goal looks like, then we can start putting steps into place to make sure you get there, right? So that's the number one rule. Number two, oh my goodness, you gotta be so good with your time management skills, mm. right? Because when you are building a business or transitioning from going to a nine to five to building your own, there's gonna be so many things that you have to do, right? And if you are the only one in your business and you don't have a team of people, you are your business and you've got to be able to juggle everything. So you've got to juggle your nine to five job. You've got to juggle doing um, building your business. And if you have a family, you know, if you're married and you have kids or if you don't just like um, I'm not married, I have kids, but I have my parents that I'm looking after. You've got to be able to juggle all of that as well. And so the number one thing that I learned when it comes to learning about time management is making sure you put all your tasks that you do on a daily basis in a calendar. Right. Put it in a calendar. And my rule is if it's not in my calendar, guess what? It doesn't get done. So I literally live off of my calendar, my day-to-day tasks. I've got so anal about it that I even put in there what time I have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? Because what happens is when you've got so many things to do, right, you forget to take care of yourself. And if you don't take care of yourself, how are you going to be able to accomplish all these things? And so putting in breakfast, lunch, and dinner, making sure you put time out to look after yourself is also vital, okay? Um, And so getting down and prioritizing and making sure you're good with time management is also essential. Now, the third thing, the third thing, even though I put it as number three, right? I guess it's more vital than anything else I've already mentioned. And the reason for that, is because you have to take care of number one. You cannot serve your clients or your family or anyone else in the world unless you serve yourself first. And what I mean by that is making sure you take your time out, not just breakfast, lunch and dinner, but have a morning ritual. I have a morning ritual where I get up about 5.30 in the morning, right? I do exercise. I then read maybe about five to 10 pages of it in a book. I do my meditation. I sit there, I focus, I get clear on what needs to happen today, right? So my mornings are so important to me. The days that I skip those days, my day is just a manic. It never gets done the way I want it to get done. Everything I've planned doesn't work out. And so having those morning rituals are vitally important in order for you to get clear, for you to get focused and have a productive day. Make sure you put the time out there for yourself. I I love that. I love that. And I think, again, coming back to our crowd, the health coaches, uh, one of the most important things that we learn in, in, in health coaching school is also that, you know, first look after yourself, because if, if you've not looking after yourself, it's very difficult to give to your clients. So I love that. I love that. And I've got another tip for you. If you're not sure what kind of task you should be doing in the morning, read a book called Miracle Morning. Yeah. yeah. I love great this book. book. Yeah. You know? Great book. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, great yes. book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and see guys 
me and Didi, we both know how awesome this book is. If you haven't read it, go ahead and read it. It will set your mornings up and you'll get clear and, you know, your days will be awesome once you've done this. Go and read yeah. it, guys. Yeah. Look, y'all, just a side note on that book. I was blown away by it for the simple reason is that um, just structuring your day uh, and, and getting up 30 minutes earlier and see what difference it makes to your whole day. You know, that's yeah. just doing that morning, morning routine. I want to ask you another question. In terms of planning, you know, you've said that your mentors ask you, to, you know, to, to put down how you see your, goal, your, your life looking in, in X years. But in terms of business, you know, we know it's volatile and we know things change very quickly. And I often get asked that question, how long ahead should I be planning for my business? Because, you know, the, the traditional business school model says you have to have a five-year or a 10-year plan. Uh, but for a lot of health coaches and even for myself, you know, five years at my age, I'm, I'm in my 60s. It's just, it's just too far. It's just too far along. So what's your thoughts on that, you know, in terms of a planning, planning cycle? Um. So I believe in having long-term and short-term plans, right? Now, the long-term will be five to 10 years, right? What are your overall ultimate plans? I even have like plans for like in the next 15, 20 years, right? Okay. But you need to be able to plan on the short-term as well. And so the best, the best strategy that I've come across is that, that I work backwards, Right. And what I mean by that is once I found out what my ultimate goal was, what my long term goal was, I then looked at, OK, so what do I want to achieve in the next 12 months? And then gone even further back, what do I want to achieve in the next six months? And what do I want to achieve in the next three months and the one month? Right. So you get to the point where this is what I want to achieve in the next 30 days. Right. Now you've got that. Let's take a look at what you're doing on a daily basis to achieve that goal, right? And then you, it's easier to put steps in place when you have shorter goals, smaller goals, right? It gets a little bit overwhelming when you're thinking, for example, me, my ultimate goal is to build a well-being resort, okay. right, for entrepreneurs, and I want to do it like in Thailand or Bali, somewhere exotic that where you can actually relax, refresh, you know, and, and get back to business once you've, once you've dealt with that. And so I have learned that because it is overwhelming to think about that, let's just break it down. Let's simplify it. Right. And I'm all about simplifying everything. Um, and then the best way to simplify it is breaking those bigger goals down to little stones. Okay. right big rocks to little stones mm -hmm. and then achieving those small steps in order to achieve the bigger goals yeah. and so working backwards for me works really well and I've actually done this with some of my clients and it's really funny because once they have looked at their smaller goals and what they want to do and say the next 30 days and they say oh my god I need to do x y and z I don't have time to do this and I've, I've got family and I've got this to do and I've got that to do guess what? I'll break it down even further. And I say to them, okay, you're giving me all these excuses right now. 
right? And they say, no, 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 it's not excuses. I'm like, it's excuses. I'm like, let's look at how you're dealing with your day on a daily basis. And I said, okay, so I want it to be so specific. I want you to tell me what time you're getting up, how long it takes you to get ready, you know, your travel journey and distance to work, what time you finish work, what time you get home, how long it takes you to cook and eat, and then what you're doing afterwards. And because we got so specific in everything they do in their day, guess what I found out? And it was a, a realization to them. They were spending six hours plus on Netflix every week. Mm-hmm. Right? And the minute you start analyzing what you're doing on a daily basis and becoming aware of your habits, that's when you can make changes that's when you'll realize what serves you and what doesn't serve you and where you need to make those changes so that's what I will do um, when looking at long-term and short-term goals I love that I love that I love it and you know beginning with your destination having a destination in mind and then just planning the milestones you know how you how you're going to get there and, and, and tackling them one by one another question is we make these plans and we've got these expectations, but then they don't plan out and they don't pan out. What do we do when our plans don't work? Okay, D, let me tell you this. I am like the number one impatient person, right? <laughs> <laughs> like this is something that I'm trying to work on because when things don't plan out, oh my goodness, I get frustrated. And so... What I have learned is I've been able to identify my weaknesses, okay, and what I'm not very good at. And I will always contact someone in my circle, right? And this is why it's important to make sure you keep, um, you know, the right kind of people around you. Because if I'm going through anything, I can pick up a phone and say, this is what I'm going through. How do I deal with this? Right. And I've done that many of times. And there's no there's nothing wrong with actually asking for help. Yeah. OK. And so when things haven't gone my way and I've done all this planning and something still goes wrong. Right. And so I have like a, a product that I want to launch and I've set a launch date and the launch date is like tomorrow and everything is going wrong. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's not going to happen. And so I call out my mentor. And I'm like, I'm stressing out about this. I'm not sleeping. I can't eat. Everything is going wrong. And he was like, hold on a second. Hold, what are you doing right now? I'm like, what do you mean? I'm do- what am I doing? I'm trying to do this launch and it's tomorrow. And he was like, well, then he goes, what's wrong if you just do it the following day? What's wrong with that? And I'm like, but it's not when I was supposed to do it. He goes, no, but it's life. If you just hold it back for another day, what, what's going to happen? What's so tragic? And I'm like, oh, I guess there's nothing really tragic about that. <laughs> right? And so life is life is what I've learned. And things are going to happen. And it's just having to deal with it. And if you have to postpone and if you have to delay something because something's happened, you know, then do that. Right? Sometimes you can't I don't believe in having you know a 50 50 balance on everything I don't believe in that at all it cannot happen and the reason for that is different 
areas of your life, different aspects, different times of your life, you're going to have to put more focus on something else than the other. Yeah. You cannot have an equal balance on everything that's going on in your life. And so if something happens, for example, um, you know, about a month or so ago, my mum took a turn for the worst. Right. She wasn't mobile. She couldn't even get herself in and out of the bathtub. She couldn't change herself. And I was having to do that. And guess what? It took away the focus from my business to my mum. But that was what was important right now. Right. And things like that happen, especially in recent times of the pandemic. There's loads of things that people are going through and you just have to redirect your focus somewhere else for a little while. Know that it's not permanent. It's temporary until you figure that bit out. And then you can go back to focusing more of your time in your business. Oh, look, it's like having seasons, you know, uh, in, in the different seasons in, in, in gardening or in, or in farming, agriculture, different things happen and the focus is completely different. I hear you when you when you're running into these bumps, uh, and but what happens when our plans fail? Oh, that's pretty, that's really simple. I got really good at that. Plans fail, then you just test track and tweak. If it doesn't work out, you figure out what wasn't working. You test it out. You you know you track what you're doing, and then at some point you'll figure out what does work and what doesn't work, and you go with what does. Right, so. There was certain, I started my own podcast. Honestly, in the beginning, I had no clue. I had no clue what I'm doing, right? And so I started researching and finding out, you know, how to go about certain things, how to do the editing and the graphics. And I'm not an editing graphic person. I'm not technical at any point. And so I was like, okay, how do I get, how do I deal with this? And then, you know, I had my first guest. Guess what? All Everything that was tech went wrong, didn't record. You know, it, it was a shambles. And so it was just a matter of fact that knowing, is it hard? Is, is this hard to do or is it because I just don't know how to do it, right? And most of the time it's because you just don't know how to do it. So what you do, you just learn. So then you have so many resources out there to figure out, you know, how am I going to do this? And at this point, you know, I've already been on so many different podcasts Didi, just like yourself, right? That I just reached out to other podcasters that are doing it and saying, Didi, how are you doing this? What systems are you using? Yeah. You know, I'm struggling with this area. What should I do? And so if something doesn't work out and is a complete flop, it doesn't mean it's a bad idea. It just means you need to strategize and maybe look at it differently. Yeah. And, I, and I think we both of us agree that, you know, failure plays a big role in being successful. Oh, don't I know it, Didi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I have had so many failures. I don't even know if I told you at one point I was actually homeless. No, you didn't. Yep. I was homeless in a foreign country in Costa Rica. Um, I was evicted from my apartment. I had no food. I had no water. And I actually went over to Costa Rica to help her business out with the events division because that's where uh, my, my main skill is at it, doing events, sales and marketing, things like that. 
and the company was paying for everything my apartment had my own chauffeur my food my water and while I was out there the company shut down yeah the company shut down which meant I'm now homeless with no food or water and like I said because my superpowers have a different perspective that's what saved me my mindset and having and thinking very differently to everyone else was what saved me in that situation. I'll tell you why. I remember sitting there when I found out that, holy crap, this company's gone bust. And looking across the room and seeing my co-workers pulling at their hair, crying, frustrated, angry. And Didi, I couldn't stop laughing. I couldn't stop laughing at this ridiculous situation I'm now in. And my co-workers came up to me and they're like, what's wrong with you? Do you realize what's just happened? And I'm like, yeah, I do realize what's happened. And I go, so when you think about, you know, people like Les Brown and, uh, you know, people that have been homeless, right, in their journey, and now they're multimillionaire, that means I'm going to be a multimillionaire now right? Because I'm homeless. You have to be homeless at one point to be a millionaire. That was my perspective. (laughs) I love it. And because I had that perspective, I was able to think outside the box, get creative and find a solution on how to get out of this mess. Mm. And if I was in the state of overwhelm and frustration, there's no way that you can come up with a solution. And so what I decided to do was in Costa Rica I was at this resort helping this company and the resort even though the main company shut down the resort was set up as a separate entity and it was still open but the main business was actually feeding this resort now the main business is gone is open it has no clients which means no money which means it's still got staff and bills to pay but no way of paying them now and so I went up to the resort manager and said to said to her that I can help you promote, I can help you brand, I can help you get attention to the resort so you can bring clients in, so you can pay your bills and pay your staff. Let me show you how to do that. And in return, I need a roof over my head, I need food in my stomach, and I need water. And because they knew that if they hired an actual coach to show them how to do this, it cost thousands of dollars, and all I'm asking for is my basic needs to be met, they jump right on it. And so I show them how to actually do this. And then what happened was, okay, I'm doing it for this resort. Let me go out to the other hotels and the restaurants on the coast and show them the same thing and help them out. But this time I was asking them for a little bit of money so I can actually raise the money to get a flight to get back home. And that's what I did. I love that story. I really love that. (laughs) Yeah. I just want to circle back a little bit because you've you've mentioned your mentor quite a few times, uh, and I think that's also one of the things that sets the successful people apart from from a lot of other people is that, like you've said, you know, we we're not shy to reach out to somebody else and say, you know, help me with this. But a lot of people starting out still believe that you know they can go to Google and use the Google's, I call it the freebie buffet, uh, and just Google solutions to everything. What's your advice for somebody starting out in terms of having that circle around you of people that, that, that are there to help you with your business? So 
I mean, Google is a great resource to kind of, you know, figure a few things out. I mean, I use YouTube for everything, right? How to do this and how, how to make bread, right? Um, how to um, help my mom with her arthritis. I use YouTube. I'm a visual person. I don't like things in text. I like to see it, right? And so I've learned that. Didi, I'm so sorry. Could you repeat the question? I kind of lost my track there. <laughs> I was just asking, in terms of having a circle of advisors, let's yeah. call it advisors around you, you know, what's your thoughts on that? And, you know, how important is that for you to have real persons that you can interact with? Yeah, so I got a little excited there and then kind of lost track. So the how important that is, oh my God, is that so vital because when you are stuck in different areas right you got to be able to reach out to someone in your circle that be able to give you some sort of solution right um a solution that's actually going to be that's actually going to work advice is what are you looking for because there's a difference between advice and opinion mm. right if i go to my mom and ask her about um motor mechanics right my mom is someone that knows everything she knows motor mechanics she's a doctor she you know she's a therapist she's everything but she's not right it's just her opinion and as much as I love my mom you've got to realize the difference between advice and opinion if I went to an actual mechanic and asked him you know what's wrong with my car that's advice right and so I make sure so if I'm going wrong or I'm not sure what's going on with my business, right, uh, a different aspect, say if it's something to do with um, videography, I will go in someone in my circle that specializes in videography and say, this isn't working. I'm trying to do this. What am I doing wrong? And they'll be able to pinpoint and say, oh, the reason you're do that's not working out is because you haven't done X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know I had to do that, right? Now, having a mentor, right rather than going on to google google's a great place right i love google but google doesn't know you google is not a human being where they can say to you you know what okay get your head out of your ass and do something about it right a mentor will do that and a good mentor is not afraid to tell you that they will tell you what you need to know not what you want to know and a mentor can, if I say to my mentor, oh my goodness, like, I am feeling so overwhelmed right now, you know, um, I don't know what's going on. And if you type that up in Google, you think you're going to get a good answer from Google? It's going to be a ridiculous amount of freaking articles that you're going to have to read up. But going to my mentor who knows me and can say to me, okay, what's happening in your world right now? What's going on? What's your obstacle? What's your challenge? What's your frustrations? Right? Can understand your overwhelm. Okay, let's now simplify that. Because when we get into our own heads, right, and we get overwhelmed, you, you can't find a way out. It's so difficult because we're on our own heads. But when you get an outside perspective that can talk you through it and simplify it for you, it's almost like, huh, I should have been able to figure that out. Why couldn't I? But you just can't because you're in your own head. Now, Google cannot do that for you. Yeah. Oh, I love that advice. Love that advice. We have a saying in herbalism uh, that and, and it's you can't read the prescription when you're inside the medicine bottle. 
Uh, there you go. Yes, yeah, that's very so, true. Yeah, so yeah, okay. I have to wrap this up. Any final words of advice for our badass premiers? Oh, any final advice? Okay, so I do have one. Um, so, I mean, when anyone says to me that they're having a lot of different obstacles in their business and they can't do it and find excuses. I've got one strategy that kind of helps people get out of that perspective. And what that is, is I say to them, I go, no matter where you are in the world, right? And indeed, I'm going to use you as an example, right? You're in South Africa. I'm in the UK. But do you agree with me that we both have the exact same time in a day? You don't have any more extra hours than I do right, is exactly the same amount of time in the day, no matter where you are in the world. But why is it that some people can make $100 in a day and others can make 20,000 in a day? If we all have the same time. And the difference is the change of habits. Okay. The minute you realize what habits are helping you become a success and the habits that's holding you back that's when you'll see true success because the minute you're able to identify that that's when you're able to make change right and not only will it actually affect your business positive way but it will affect your entire life your entire perspective on everything and so the minute you're prepared to make that change and you realize when you need to make it that's when you're going to see a whole load of difference in your world. That's a golden nugget piece of advice. I really love that. I really love that. Thank okay. You. What's your favorite social media hangout place? Where can our baddest get in touch with you? Oh, so, okay. Um, the first place I will say is go to my website, www.uncensoredsociety.com. On there, you'll see all my social media links. I am everywhere. I'm on Facebook, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube. YouTube, you'll see um, uh, all my episodes of my podcast on YouTube as well. So please do go ahead and check that out. Um, also, if you want to email me, um, that's on my website, or you can fill out the contact form and reach out to me. That way, if you want to know more, and Didi, I do have a question for you before I go. I have um, a special gift, a free gift for your clients, if that's okay for your listeners. Absolutely. No, please share that. Yeah. And, I'll, and I'll also share it in the show notes, but please share it with us. Okay, brilliant. So again, I've got this mini program for all of you people that are maybe struggling with time, not too sure what your long-term or your short-term goals are. Um, and I've created this so simple. You get a video with it as well for me to explain how to use these worksheets that you get. But it is just sitting down and working out what your long-term, short-term goals are. Find out where your habits are, which ones are serving you, which ones aren't serving you, and where you need to make those changes in order to reach your short-term and long-term goals. So please go ahead to my website, www.uncensoredsociety.com, and it's right on there along with other resources on there for you to go and check out as well. Oh, thank you for that. And thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and your wisdom with us. Uh, we wish you only the best and may your business grow and prosper beyond your wildest dreams. Oh my God, thank you so much, Didi. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to come over here and share uh, my experiences with your listeners.
Oh, there you have it, Barris Premiers. Another Barris episode packed with information to help you build your own wildly successful high-impact coaching business. Go and download a special report. Subscribe to our Uncensored Society podcast. It's one of those podcasts that you really have to listen to. It's really different viewpoints, different way of looking at it. And please go and connect with her on social media. All the links are on the show notes page. Hop over, start badassing your coaching business. And I'll see you in the next episode with another badass coaching business expert. If you like what you've heard on this podcast episode, please be a badass and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform. And whilst you're there, please leave me a five-star rating and a review. It's very much appreciated.